Welcome to Let Love, a podcast with the Sisters of Life. We invite you to join us for conversation, looking at life through the lens of love. You are loved, you are made in God's image, and your life matters. Let's talk about it. Oh my goodness, it's almost time to say it, but not quite. Not quite. Don't say it yet. This We're is almost there. Countdown's on. <laughs> Countdown is on. This is the fourth week of Advent. Literally days to go. This is Sister Annie Stay. Sister Mary Grace. And this is Let Love Podcast with the Sisters of Life. And we are lighting it up. This <laughs> Advent wreath is four candles it full. Is lit. Yeah. Lit. Mm -hmm. Four candles. What's this candle mean? Love. Whoa. It's kind of the on-ramp to the most important, right? Ooh. Yeah. It's what life is all about. Uh-huh. It's what we want the most. It's kind of the build-up. It's the perfect prep. Oof. It's where you want to get to. And and he's coming. Uh-huh. Love is a person and he is coming. Mm -hmm. This last week of Advent um, <laughs> kind of like brings to mind the gift of our our mission mm -hmm. uh, at Sacred Heart Jesus Convent in yeah Manhattan. they they live it most radically they live Advent like year round because again yeah. the privilege of welcoming women who are pregnant to live with us mm -hmm. and accompanying them throughout their time of pregnancy and then after the child is born they're caught they're constantly living Advent and Christmas all it's true. the time so, so most sisters like have you know these beautiful images of the the perfect peaceful you know, a holy family set up in a crib and everything's mm -hmm. perfectly in order and Blessed mm -hmm. Mother looks just like a doll, gorgeous. Mm -hmm. But Sacred Heart, they see the reality of what it means to be close to birth. There it is. And that's the fourth <laughs> week of Advent. Like yeah. we're getting super close. It's heightened anticipation. Uh -huh. And yeah, like, I mean, I think they have whole like TV series on like birth stories because they are compelling and they They're are so every, traumatic. Oh, and everyone's totally unique. Totally unique. You can't be prepared. Sometimes her, her water breaks. Sometimes it doesn't break. Sometimes you got to be like, you're having pressure wear and you're like, shoot, uh -huh. uh, we got to go to the hospital now. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, they start, it's that pregnancy waddle. Now, again, yeah. women who have had children would know exactly what we're talking about. <laughs> and anyone who has seen anyone who's eight months, uh -huh. you know, nine months pregnant, mm -hmm. you just know. Mm -hmm. um, when baby's getting close. Yeah. But it's a very, I don't know, um, a lot of stories, my own mind and heart. I, I was blessed to live there for a year. Uh -huh. And actually one in particular comes to mind. I don't know if you've heard it. I have. It's kind of a classic <laughs> in the convent. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but the timing of it being around Christmas, it was like, you kind of couldn't plan this one. It was, uh, God, it was so right good. on time. Right on time. Uh -huh. Well, and we had she was a, a beautiful woman and actually she, she moved in when she was in mm -hmm. her eight month eighth month of pregnancy wow. and yes it was the advent season uh -huh. and she had not been with us for even 24 hours whoa probably didn't even unpack her bags yeah, probably didn't unpack her bags uh -huh. and literally it was our prayer day it was a friday and you know um friday in advent means like manhattan is fully alive with christmas and everyone, oh it's a frenzy you actually unless you really really want to go outside i mean the christmas lights are amazing yeah but you're gonna get stuck in traffic yes. whether it's by foot uh by car it's like th there is just so many people in the city it's kind of overwhelming it's very <laughs> crazy yeah well and here it is friday afternoon mm -hmm. literally it's 4 30 and this this beautiful soul says, um, yeah, you know, I'm feeling like a little pressure. Oh, and gosh. I'm like, oh, yeah, like, where are you feeling the pressure? Yeah. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. She needs to go to the hospital. Stat. Yeah. <laughs> like, get, get like, her in a like car. Like yesterday. Let's like, go. There it is. Like, yeah. she's, she's, and again, so here we go. Yeah, mm -hmm. we make haste. The sisters yeah. 
gently, bags, hastily. Snacks. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> gently with haste. Uh-huh. Um, intentionally. Yep. With great intentionality. Definitely. Um, but they're hopping into a car, and her hospital is across Manhattan into oh, Queens. Oh, gosh. And anyone who lives in the New York area would know that's insane. It is. On a Friday afternoon at like mm. 4.30, 5 o'clock p.m. Listen, it would have been better to bike. Well, there it is. Or like, pregnant. like a pull cart. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's crazy. It's like gridlock. It's, oh, my gosh. Uh, well, and then there it is. It's like you got to you know, try though. Sisters driving. There's mm-hmm. a, another sister in the back with this woman, <laughs> and this woman is not. Um, she's not baptized. Okay, uh-huh. she's not even Catholic. Meanwhile, what a whirlwind for her. She just moved in with nuns, and now she's stuck in a car with two of them. <laughs> Probably in a beat up van that's barely Get this keeping up. itself together. And this is what we're talking about. Love has no borders. Uh-huh. Jesus Christ, he builds bridges everywhere because this woman asks the sisters in the midst of all of this, mm-hmm. she's like, hey, sisters, you know, could you like sing me a song? Oh, you know, that's like, so sweet. <laughs> she is, you know, as she's going into labor, like just to kind of like bring yeah. a relaxed tone. Listen, to you got to try anything. And um, and she had caught, I guess, in the one day that she was at the convent, uh-huh. had caught us singing, Oh, come, oh, come, Emmanuel. Because oh, you know, we sing our hearts out this last week. We it's do. Oh, come, oh, come, Emmanuel. Morning, afternoon, evening. Yeah, at every break. At every break. That's we the chorus that's constantly it. going on. And if you're not singing it, that's all that's going on in your mind. That's it. We sing it in English. Oh, come, oh, come. We sing it in Latin. But sister of all songs. Right. Well, and the funny part is, is that oh. these two sisters, they would tell you, they're probably like, we're like at the bottom of the barrel as far as singing <laughs> capacity. Like, they're not a strong lead. And, and this is what they would tell you. you and know? then you add the dynamics of like noise and oh, uh, horns and uh, a woman that is like <laughs> panting. And like, seriously, I mean, you have to have strong vocals and a good belly to get anything out anything in that out. dynamic. Well, and these sisters were gentle and meek. But I got to say, I'm proud of them because mm-hmm. these sisters literally sang. Oh come, oh come, Emmanuel! For like the two and a half hours it took him to get to the hospital, oh my and gosh, then throughout her in entire labor and delivery. Wow! And actually, she also asked for a divine mercy image to be mm. to be posted because she really cool. liked it in the twenty four hours that she had spent in the convent. I'm telling you, Jesus works fast. Yeah, he really goes for it. But no, just amazing sister because even to see this journey play out, right? Yeah, labor. And the birth, and mm-hmm. and then just to see how faith broke into the life of this of this beautiful woman, cool. and um, choose how she chose that gift also for her son, uh-huh. um, but also like just to step back and say like this was a crazy ride for the sisters, right? <laughs> um, the birth yeah. of this little one, and kind of helping helping mom get there and mm-hmm. and get to the right place, et cetera, et cetera. But also thinking of this woman, like. Do you think she ever expected, like, yeah, jumping into a car with two nuns and just moved in, just met them? There it is. Yeah, um, and her that courage, kid, you know, right? Waking up and seeing nuns and mom for the first time. I mean, the whole thing is like is crazy. Yeah, but actually, I think as we step into this fourth week of Advent, yeah, um, yeah, there's anticipation, there's there's preparations. Mm-hmm. Uh, the unexpected usually happens. Like we we want this sweet little on ramp uh, yeah. to welcoming this this new life of Christ, this newborn Jesus. And yet, as we look at the gospel that the church is going to give us, mm-hmm. um, as we look at our own journeys of faith, um, as we look at the invitation of love, we're going to see at the heart of that is 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 a dramatic. Mm-hmm awesome profound invitation to to the dramatic profound choice of love right yeah. and 
and bringing ourselves into that and welcoming mm-hmm. that invitation um, as God unfolds it for each of us in our unique journey. So it's cool. I love it. It's like God does. Yeah, his designs don't dismiss the detours, you know, the Whoa. unexpected, the, Whoa. yeah, how things can seem like a little off to us. It's like his plan of love unfolds, mm-hmm. period. His designs are right in the middle of them. Um, and sometimes, as you're saying, like his, some of his most profound gifts That's are it. right when we think things are off course. Amen. So it's a good good encouragement as we on-ramp. <laughs> well, here we go. Mm-hmm. Uh, should we kick it off with a prayer, sister? Yeah, yeah. let's pray. <laughs> In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Amen. God, you have given us the name Father to call out to you, so we call you Father. And Father, we ask every good gift to be upon us uh, as we look forward to the greatest gift that you're about to send us, that you are sending us in Jesus, your Son, in a particular way this Christmas. And so, Father, we ask you to send your Holy Spirit into our hearts now that we, we may be open to the gifts and the gift uh, of your love, of your son, and all the ways that you've been surprising us up until this moment, all the ways that you have provided in the midst of everything we've been experiencing. Father, we ask you to open wide our hearts, to be open, to be open to whatever it is you are sending us, whatever it is that you are inviting us to, and we place our trust in you, and we ask for the trust of Jesus to give us his strength, And we ask for Mary, the mother of God, to just guide us along these last steps of Christmas, that we may uh, come close to her, that we may um, be guided by her as we open our hearts with her. We ask for intercession as we pray. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, mother of God, pray Pray for for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Mary, Mother of Jesus, pray for us. Amen. Amen. Wow. Thank you, sister. Mm -hmm. It's beautiful. And um, whoa. Well, here we are. Yes. Mm -hmm. As we look towards this full week, this last week uh, in anticipation of Christmas Day, this last week of Advent, where I'm sure... um, Practically, there's a lot going on, right? You're Uh, probably going grocery shopping, wrapping up work, probably trying to figure out those last minute gifts, Uh wrapping gifts, or trying to find someone to pawn all of that off on. (laughs) You're, or listen, anticipating uh, being with people that maybe you love to be with, maybe some people that might be hard to be with, Mm -hmm. like you're praying for Mm -hmm. good times and good cheer, right? But knowing, that maybe there's there's some friends that you feel a little nervous about that or uh-huh. like, okay, Jesus, like, yeah, I hope you come there mm-hmm. and you're born into those relationships. Um, mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot. It's kind of a dramatic time and totally. an intense time in some ways and anticipating communion. But also I think, I don't know, this season of Advent, and I think there's a reality to it in a particular way in this last week. Um, there's an intimacy that we all desire uh-huh. to have with God, to have with love. Um, himself. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's a solitude, actually. Mm-hmm. I don't know, at least that I experience, mm-hmm. um, that as much as you're anticipating being with and the joy and the beauty of that, you're also, um, yeah, aware of how, aware of the reality that we stand alone before God mm-hmm. and that there's a particular invitation 
to intimacy with God mm-hmm. and relationship with God that uh, we also desire and seek, mm-hmm. I think, um, as we anticipate Christmas. Mm-hmm. But and sometimes that can be more, like, we can sense it more obviously when we're with others, you know, mm-hmm. when we think, wow, there's so much going on, there's so many people around, mm-hmm. I'm not physically alone, <clears throat> or, you know, there's a lot of activity going on in the external, but recognizing my heart needs needs an intimate encounter with the Lord too. My heart has particular yeah. personal needs that um, go way deeper than these external activities are happening. Um, and not to think that there's anything wrong with that, but as you're saying, like a deep invitation here of like there is something more. There's, uh, It's like, we're, yeah, we're returning to the heart of the matter right Amen. now as we build up to these last days. Um, almost as like externally everything picks up pace, inside we slow down even yes. more. We're aware of this one last thing that we – deeply need this encounter with love himself um and it is it's it's individual too you know there's a there's a unique gift here that's beautiful sister yeah wow and i wonder i kind of want to break open the Mm -hmm. gospel that the church puts before us because um you know amidst all those desires and those realities it's like yeah it kind of shows us an interesting way right towards receiving yeah god and himself the Christ child ultimately mm-hmm. into our lives. And I, I wonder, sister, mm-hmm. could you read it for us? I sure. love when you read scripture. Listen, is it just because of the accent? It's, <laughs> it's the love and it's the accent <laughs> in which you speak. Okay. All right, here it comes. <clears throat> so this is from the fourth Sunday of Advent, and it's from Matthew 1.18. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. This is how the birth of Jesus Christ came about. When his mother Mary was betrothed to Joseph, but before they lived together, she was found with child through the Holy Spirit. Joseph, her husband, since he was a righteous man, yet unwilling to expose her to shame, decided to divorce her quietly. Such was his intention when, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary, your wife, into your home. For it is through the Holy Spirit that this child has been conceived in her. She will bear a son, and you are to name him Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet, Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall name him Emmanuel, which means God is with us. When Joseph awoke, he did as the angel of the Lord had commanded him, and took his wife into his home. Amen. Amen. It's powerful. It's really powerful, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'm really just captivated, actually, mm-hmm. that here we see Joseph, and he's a good man. Mm-hmm. And I imagine, you know, I connect with him in that, yeah, I'm trying to be good. I'm sure yeah. everyone's listening. Like, we're all trying to find our way right. along God's invitation in our lives. Mm-hmm. And and here he's confronted with a situation where he's like, you know what? Yeah, this doesn't seem quite right to me. Like yeah. this woman's with child. It's a little strange. It's not really lining up. <laughs> no. Yeah. No. Didn't and see this coming. Didn't see this coming. Mm-hmm. And he didn't. And yet here it is. He's he's, he's like, okay, I don't want to expose her to shame. Um, let's just divorce her quietly. Like, mm-hmm. like, all right, let's just peacefully go our, you know, merry way here. Mm-hmm. And this angel comes to Joseph in a dream. Mm -hmm. And again, you, you hear 
this angel saying, do not be afraid. Yeah. You know, you heard an angel say this to Mary when this child was initially conceived, like, mm-hmm. do not be afraid. Um, to take Mary, your wife, into your home, it's through the Holy Spirit this child's been conceived. Mm-hmm. Um, you will bear a son. So right now he's like, hey, Joseph, you're going to have a son. This I'm entrusting this child to you. Uh-huh. I'm entrusting this mission to you. Um, and his name is going to be Emmanuel, mm-hmm. God with us. Mm-hmm. God is with us. Um, mm. And like, kaboom, he wakes up yeah, and he did it. Mm-hmm. Like he's convicted in this totally new and mm-hmm. actually unexpected, what one might say on the onset, kind of crazy mm-hmm. new direction. Mm-hmm. Um, but to see that this is the way... This is like right. the blueprint. This mm-hmm. is how Jesus Christ was born. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not, you know, it's not the white picket fence. It's not, yeah, it's the, not perfectly, by the playbook. No. Mm-hmm. This is a crazy playbook. Mm-hmm. God's playbook is is full of surprises and the unexpected. Mm-hmm. And there's a dare. Right. Um, he confronts us precisely where we're afraid. Mm-hmm. Um, he leans in precisely cool. where uh, we haven't dared to even think about or go mm-hmm. or we would say that's the wrong way. Mm-hmm. Um, the Lord's like, actually, come. Mm-hmm. Uh, he invites us there. I love that, sister. I love that where it's like I hear an invitation of just immediately the relief that the angel names that Joseph was afraid, that Mary was afraid, that that fear is a, a real human experience, especially mm-hmm. when new things pop up in our lives we did not see coming. Uh yeah, when these detours happen, what, like on a daily basis, right? I don't know the last time my day went according to schedule. I don't know about you. And we have schedules <laughs> yeah. that we try and stick by, and they look pretty much the same every day, yeah. you know? Um, but how often, yeah, this this uh, reality that fear is a part of it, but this invitation to not to be afraid, not mm-hmm. to stay there, not to live in the fear, mm-hmm. not to let the fear um send us on the trajectory of how we respond but in the midst of this naming the fear and this invitation to to move beyond it or to move from a deeper place mm-hmm. that's beyond the fear you know from this place of what i think we're talking about this place of love which is the center of our hearts like yes this is terrifying yes this is unpredictable yes i'm sure joseph's mind was racing in a thousand different directions um but here is this invitation to go deeper to mm-hmm. go below the fear to to kind of snuggle deeper in our hearts and act from a different place and not our fears. Mm-hmm. And it's like, what is that place uh, that we're invited into um, to walk forward, to move in, uh, to base our decisions on, actually? Wow, sister. It's it's the more. Yeah. It's the deeper. Well, and even as we look towards Christmas, mm-hmm. right? Um, Jesus is coming to give us a full gift of himself. It's a season right. of gifts. This is what I love about Christmas. Mm-hmm. And in return, he wants all of us. Mm-hmm. And this is this is bold. Yeah. God wants everything. And mm-hmm. you see this with Mary. You see this with Joseph. To participate in in my invitation to become a place where I can allow where my son can be born mm-hmm. again. Um where I can live and dwell, yeah. Um, you're gonna have to surrender mm-hmm. uh, your will, yep. your ways, your plans, yep. um, what you think might be the way mm-hmm. for you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna need you to to offer that to me too. 
I mean, it's it's kind it's scary. of bold. Yeah. <laughs> and we think about it at first, but yeah. But mm-hmm. I mean, what do we get in return? Love. Mm-hmm. Um, we get to participate intimately yeah. in that which our hearts desire to participate in. And mm-hmm. and I can look at my own life, actually, sister. I don't know what you see when you look at yours, but um, you know, this is why vocation stories are so dazzling. Uh-huh. Because you think you're on your merry way and you're on a good course, mm-hmm. and then and then God throws himself across <laughs> the path. Yeah. And he says, Will you choose me? Mm-hmm. Um, will you choose love? Will you choose faith? Will mm-hmm. you choose hope? Um, and I don't know. Should we tell some tales about this? Yeah. <laughs> because I, I, I yeah, think it's because it's a real part of everyone. It's actually a real part of all our stories. There it is. You know, of the uh-huh. Christian journey. Yep. Um, and it's not mm-hmm. just those who have, of us who are called to be sisters or priests or yeah. It's everyone. Um, and sister, it doesn't stop when you enter the convent. No. You know, it doesn't stop when you walk down the aisle. No. It doesn't stop. Uh, yeah. Every every act, every step following this person who is love. Um, calls for a deeper act of love at every point there it is yeah there it is and that he gives a he gives us a gift of himself in a way that love is always possible mm-hmm. right like love is the way forward mm-hmm. but love in itself is a choice right love in itself is a sacrifice yeah um it's an offering it's an offering yeah it it costs there's a there's a costliness to it, it it's demanding mm-hmm. it, and it costs us everything mm-hmm. and it's it it calls us to give ourselves away totally. Mm-hmm. And yet in that, we discover ourselves and um, live in love. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love, Therese would say, to live in love is to banish all fear. Mm. And this is the journey that that the Father calls yeah. us on. Mm-hmm. And this is the blueprint we're looking at in the gospel. Uh-huh. And in my own discernment, when I finally got up the courage to actually come and visit the sisters, and I was kind of ready for one of two answers. It was going to be obviously no, and mm-hmm. I would shut the door and I would get along with my merry life back home in Australia that was working out just fine, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> or God was going to be really obvious. It was going to be a really romantic prayer exchange. He would betroth me with a ring. <laughs> I would have a beautiful vision, and I would lay down on the chapel floor and say, you got it all. Amen. Uh, none of those happened. <laughs> in fact, there was like no experience close to either of them that was actually, to be honest, quite terrifying. You know, and I, at first when I was here, I was like, oh my goodness, what if I never know what God wants? And so I remember going to the chapel and I literally wrote out a list of all the things that I was afraid of. And I was shocked by how much I could write. <laughs> literally pages and pages from little wow. things to like, you know, uh, all the kind of foods that I know that I would never have access to again. You know, the Vegemite that I would never have every day for breakfast that my life depended on. Um, to real things like not having a family of my own, you know, to leaving my home country. What would that look like? To being in a new place that, yes, speaks the same language, but names, brands, places, everything new, and the mm-hmm. fear that that brought up in my heart. Um, that at that point, I hadn't really thought about the fears. It was kind of, it was, I was kind of putting them to the side like they didn't matter. But God wanted to hear them. He wanted to touch on them. And, you know, it was such a powerful experience to name my fears and write them down because once I had given those fears to God, I found access to a deeper place of my heart that I didn't know was possible. Mm-hmm. And it was it was painful to get there. It was a vulnerable experience of being real about what I was wow. terrified of. 
but being willing to hand those fears over, at least let Jesus know of them, there was this huge weight lifted off my shoulders. Like I didn't have to figure them out on my own anymore. Um, And it took my heart to a place where I could encounter him in the vulnerability that I really wanted to be in. And that was that I wanted to love the Lord with my whole heart. Mm -hmm. Uh, And that he was calling me in a particular way that wanted all of my heart. And I couldn't get there until I was real about my fears. Wow, sister. Um, and it just, it reminds me too of this gospel stories of just the the Lord's willingness to take it to, take us to these deeper places. That is not, a, that is not um, something, he's not indifferent to our fears. He wants to know about our fears, but not to, not to get stuck there. He, he wants to anchor us to something deeper before we approach him, Amen, to himself. Sister. Wow. Mm. That is so powerful. Mm. Oh, and it it kind of harkens um, yeah. to a story of my own. You know, uh-huh. it's like the difference between good ideas and God's ideas. Right. And right. God is always bringing his wisdom and his light into our own, right? Yeah. And, uh, and as he did for Joseph, he right. kind of changes course or he, uh-huh. he, he brings a new invitation. But I remember um, <clears throat> when I was uh, just finished my freshman year of college, uh-huh. I was 19. And um, I had the opportunity to go to Botswana, Africa cool. for the summer. And my sister was living there at the time, and she was um, helping out with HIV-AIDS research um, okay. during a pandemic there. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is a number of years ago, about 15 years ago. And um, and it was awesome. Like, I went over with my own ideas, right? right like, course. this is going to be a great foundation to um, my nursing career and my professional life. And I'm mm-hmm. going to be super nurse. And um, and there was goodwill in it, too. Like, I, mm-hmm. I wanted to throw my hand in and help uh, a population that was particularly afflicted. Mm-hmm. And, um, and yet, like, honestly, the way God worked in my heart that summer, yeah, it's astounding. Wow. Like... Because I went over, I could only bring like four pair of pants. You know, I had to travel light. Uh-huh. You know, you got to ditch your wardrobe, first mm-hmm. of all, okay? Um, then getting there, it's like I, there was no reliable internet. So mm. I didn't have connection to like my friends or mm. even my family back home. That in a way, it threw me into, you know, my sister was there, but she was she was working full time and, mm-hmm. and I was working. And again, it, it drew me into this profound solitude, actually. All I had was wow. imitation of Christ, story of a soul, and the Bible. Oh my gosh. And like four pair of pants and the baboons like would took my laundry like oh, the second weekend and anyway you know it, it i was feeling my poverty right uh-huh. and then i was spending you know 12 14 hour days in these clinics really just seeing the face of human suffering and mm. and in a sense whoa it drew me into a mm. whole new world and a whole new understanding of my life and the gift of life and mm. um where god was in all of this um mm. and then the contrast of the beauty of Africa, right? Mm. And the cool. the profound experience of being in a totally new culture mm-hmm. and a totally new animal kingdom. Like even the sky was bigger. The cool. stars were brighter. The, the sun was sh- shone more brightly. And, and in this, sister, I have to say, like all my self-reliance, all my best ideas, um, all my supports kind of fell away. Mm. And, and really it was being addressed by God in my solitude, cool. um, in a sense. And I knew it was a poignant moment of grace for me. Um, there was one night that I was just um, 
feeling it, right? Mm -hmm. um, feeling the solitude and feeling like the affliction of well, what I was yeah. witnessing in these clinics. And um, and it was this powerful moment though, where I, I looked at the African sky and I knew to my core of my being that as long as God was with me, as long as I had God, I would be okay. Wow. Right? Like, mm. And I could see this reality for the whole of my mm. life. Like, uh, wherever I was, wherever I worked, whatever I was giving my life to, as long as I had God, wow. I was going to be okay. I would be happy. Mm -hmm. And I have to say, it was a That's foundational powerful. grace. Yeah. Um, in a sense, it laid this whole foundation um, for being able to trust God, cool. uh, to being able to give Him a little bit more space mm -hmm. to initiate, to surrender what I would say was a pretty tight grip on <laughs> what I thought my future, my yeah. life uh, was going to be like. And um, He broke in. Wow. And it's often... Um, in our poverty, yes. In the surprises, uh -huh. um, in our dreams. Yeah. Gosh, what a what a strange thing, mm -hmm. right? Joseph was confronted by the will of God in a dream, yeah, and and woke up, and boom, mm. uh, he was on a new course, mm -hmm. and he was trusting God and not what himself. And yeah, I think this fourth week of Advent just dares us mm -hmm. to 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 lean in, mm -hmm. um, to admit our fears, yeah. To admit that we don't got it. Mm -hmm. To admit that to follow Christ, to welcome His life into our own. Yeah, we've got to move over. Mm -hmm. um, we've got to. We've got to kind of get over ourselves. Yeah, and we've got to give Him everything. Wow. And I hear in your story too. It's like, yeah, we don't find certainty in the circumstances. Mm. Like that's not so long as we keep placing our certainty on things working out in our way of understanding. It's like. We're gonna. We're never gonna find the certainty we're looking for. So Amen. it's like, where is the certainty in our stories and the mystery of our lives? And this is, I mean, that's the reality of their experience. It's like this. Their circumstances are constantly changing. Go here, go there. I mean, we're not even at the other dreams that get them to leave after. Yeah. There's a threat of more violence. It's like their circumstances are constantly changing. So like, where is the certainty here in your story, in mine, in in the Holy Family? It's like God is giving us a new way that it's in this this person that is entrusted to us in the midst of the messes that we face. Amen. You know, sister. and that love provides a way <clears throat> that loves a person, um, but it's actually practically um, it's actually gives us a practical ne next step mm -hmm. that if we are following a person, that we are responding to the gift that he is, that we are actually choosing and making. Uh, will decisions to love mm -hmm. then we then we find our next step that love promises us there's a way forward uh, and we are always capable of love that's it the focus of this week yeah the invitation uh that we're moving towards yeah in christmas is love mm -hmm. and i i love what you're saying it's a person it's a choice. Mm -hmm. It's a sacrifice. And it takes place in that solitude of the human heart. Yeah. And the that's, depth. that's where it's happening. Yeah. That's where it's happening. It's like the sister. ultimate gift exchange. Ooh. -hoo. <laughs> and you don't even need a gift card. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it. it'll cost you everything. It's going to cost you everything. Yeah. But there's actually, no charge. There's no charge. Yeah. It's fascinating, right? We want it to. We sister. do. We're created for this kind of love. This the, is what we want. That's it. In the yeah. depths of our hearts, it's like, 
this is actually what we want, that we we want to live in fire. Yeah. I we know. don't want half-hearted living. Like no. that is detestable to us actually, being half alive mm-hmm. all the time. Mm-hmm. And it takes courage. Mm-hmm. And this is and this is where um, it's been a, such a gift to journey through Advent that we journey together. We journey in and through Christian community. Um, right. We we seek um, companionship, friendship. Um, we seek mm-hmm. the the intimate relationship with God Himself um, mm-hmm. uh, towards drink, towards bringing us into the communion that is promised us and mm-hmm. seeks us actually mm-hmm. in in Christmas mm-hmm. uh, in in that that season of gifts mm-hmm. that we are approaching yeah so proximately yeah. And God goes first. Like he's he's the one to make this first expression of love, mm-hmm. right? He gives us his greatest treasure. He gives everything in Jesus, yeah. you know, and uh, it's the gift we receive and there's a space to respond. Mm-hmm. You know, will I enter this exchange mm-hmm. of love? Will I actually offer my own heart? Am I going to uh, enter this, this relationship that I have been created for, Amen. that my whole life is um, – is this is the meaning of my life, <laughs> Yes, really. Yeah. It's the meaning of, of every life, mm-hmm. isn't it? Mm-hmm. Uh, giving ourselves away in love. And uh, we follow Christ who is given. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't take it back. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. I mean, sister, before we go, yeah. I mean, challenges for this week, mm-hmm. invitations as we approach uh, the mm-hmm. sacred day of, of Christmas mm-hmm. and the Christmas octave that follows and the Christmas season. Mm. Um, what do you think? Mm. Gosh, well, as we're talking about this, I think, you know, just getting practical about if we're really returning to the heart of the matter here, um, I think just engaging a simple willingness, a simple willingness to love God, Mm. um, you know, and whatever our experience of these final stretch days are, whether they, you know, are filled with people in our life or we're spending a lot of it on our own, whether they're uh, crazy and exciting or we're terrified of who we're going to spend the time with, uh, whatever, however Christmas unfolds this year, to make uh, willing decisions, especially in these last few days, to express my love for God, mm-hmm. um, you know, even in painful offerings or in our fears uh, or things that we're looking forward to, to actually allow our heart to express its love for God that um, I don't think that pleases God anything more than just to hear our particular and unique expression. Um, I love you, Jesus. I love you, Lord. Um, I'm willing to love you here. That's beautiful. Um, because ultimately that's 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 a response to the truth that God is coming for you. Mm. Um, he's coming to express to each one of us that we are worth giving everything for that we're worthy of his love, that he um, is coming whether we're ready or not. Mm -hmm. And he's not expecting us to be um, entirely prepared, but he's inviting us to be willing, to be willing to love. Um, So to just express in simple ways um, that are unique and hidden in the solitude of our hearts, uh, expressions of love throughout the week. That's beautiful. Mm. Oh my gosh, I love it. What about you, sister? What's your what's your challenge for these final days? Oh my goodness. What I would say, two things. First is to make a good confession. Mm. It's an awesome week to go to confession yeah. and just make room for the baby Jesus in that way by just mm-hmm. dropping any extra spiritual weight. Yeah, um, let it so go. There it is. So you can really um, be free and, and have a heart open, wide mm-hmm. and receiving. 
to receiving this gift and to really actually the the baby Jesus wants nothing more than your sins. Mm-hmm. Um, that's mm-hmm. why he's come, and uh, that's what he wants. Gospel and, said it today, and there it is mm-hmm. to save us from our sins. Amen. It's the whole point. So to 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 bring yeah. Jesus your sins and uh, ask for his mercy, ask for his healing, for his his gift of of that reconciliation that can come in and through um, his precious blood and the gift that he's given to you. Um, of himself and that that incredible gift we have in mm. confession. And as a compliment to that, so first, give him your sins. And second, um, I would just write a little prayer. Cool. I would write a little prayer uh, to the baby Jesus. And as in compliment to what you suggest, sister, it's like um, making an offering, a total offering of yourself to to Jesus, Um, and in particular, naming those things that um, you might believe are beyond the touch of His grace, those places you struggle the most, Um, but to make an act of intent to give those places to Mm -hmm. Him. Like, Jesus, I give you uh, these areas of, of sinfulness in my life. I give you these relationships that I don't know how to bring life and reconciliation mm-hmm. to. I bring you um, these thoughts that burden me, um, mm-hmm. these ways that I self-condemn or pull away from your love. I give them to you. Jesus, come, mm-hmm. come. Just simply making that act of the will to, mm-hmm. to give those things to him um, and to prepare a little prayer that you can say at the manger, mm-hmm. uh, actually, on Christmas Day or at some point in, in the season of Christmas to just really bringing your whole self uh, to Jesus uh, because that's what he wants. Mm. He wants you and uh, he wants to reign in you uh, in the fullness of his love. And so let's let him do it. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm going to do that. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. Honestly, I'm Me too. Just, yeah. I can't wait. I'm Come making a Jesus. list. Yeah. Amen, sister. <laughs> Different kind of list this Christmas. Oh, That's great. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Come, Lord Jesus. But what a sacred time to be mm-hmm. uh, with you, sister, and with everyone, mm-hmm. and um, praying very much for everyone. Absolutely. The whole church as we enter into these beautiful days. Uh, so, yeah. shall we close with a prayer? Yes, please. Amen. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, we thank you. We praise you. We ask in a special way um, for hearts that are just open uh, to your gift of love, Father, the gift that you've given us in your Son, Jesus. And we ask in a special way uh, that the infant Christ, uh, that you might come into our hearts, that you might come into the places where we desire your life most deeply, that we open our hearts to where you desire to come and be born uh, within our hearts our souls. Uh, We ask for the grace of trust, especially where we're tempted to fear. We ask for the grace of courage, where we want to pull back into our own ways. And we ask for the grace of vulnerability to the superabundant love that you wish to pour into our lives this Christmas. Father, sustain us uh, in these days. Strengthen us as we prepare for the coming of your Son, and uh, know of our gratitude as we say glory be to the father and to the son and to the the holy spirit Spirit, as it was in the beginning is now now, and and will be forever forever. amen Amen. father son holy spirit amen Amen. 
Come, Lord Jesus. Here we go. This is it. God bless you. We'll see you all the day after Christmas. Amen. God bless. Peace. This was Let Love Podcast with the Sisters of Life, a religious community of women consecrated for the protection of the sacredness of human life. Be assured of our prayers and learn more at sistersoflife.org.